So generating leads and sales for the business has fallen on your shoulders. Too bad that marketing isn't your jam. The question is, since you're not an experienced marketer, can you pull it off anyway? Today we're talking about the marketing skills you need and how you can DIY marketing since you've ended up as the CMO when you wanna be the CEO. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama. Because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. So Teresa, how was your Memorial Day weekend? It was awesome. Uh, we had some really beautiful weather and we adopted a new puppy. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> puppies are always the right answer. Puppies are, yes. Puppies make everything better. That's true. When in doubt, puppies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that made for a very eventful weekend, I'm guessing. Uh, yes. I'm exhausted and exhilarated simultaneously. <laughs> well, you know what today is, right? Oh, yes, I do. It's marketing day. <laughs> You I know you're excited about, today yes, we're going right. to talk about marketing. <laughs> I'm excited because we're talking about marketing. Um, you know, I mean, I always enjoy our time together when we're recording a podcast, but marketing topics are my favorite ones to discuss. So, I mean, that's not a surprise. Nope. <laughs> marketing is really an essential part of any successful business, but I feel like it's an area that small business really struggle with which is why I like talking about it. I feel like I can really help out in this area. I agree. And I know you've helped me an awful lot. I really see my clients and colleagues struggling with marketing all the time. Most of them are not marketers, but they're forced into a marketing role because they're in charge and they don't want to spend the money on a team. Sometimes small business owners understand so little about marketing that they don't even know that they should be investing in a marketing consultant or a team member. Yeah, small businesses do run really lean. They're pretty frugal with their money too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're right. Solo entrepreneurs or even teams of less than 10 people typically don't have a marketer on staff. And then inevitably some people end up taking on multiple roles because the jobs need done, whether or not there's a dedicated person to do the jobs, right? Yep. In fact, according to Salesforce, 66% of small business owners are personally responsible for three or more of these areas of their business, operations, finance, sales, marketing, human resources, customer service, product development, or IT. My head's spinning just thinking about that, and I'm sure we've missed some. I mean, I know I've done just about all of those jobs at one point or another, and when you say three or more, um, it's definitely the more for me. Yeah, I mean, see, there you go. So, so people do end up working three or four jobs in their business, and that is just horrible, and it's really no surprise that marketing is on that list. But here's the problem. When you're wearing multiple hats in a business, what happens is you end up taking on responsibilities and tasks that are not really in your zone of genius. Yep. 
So if marketing tasks are your job, but you aren't a marketing expert or experienced at marketing, how's that going to work out for you? Definitely not as good as it needs to. That's for sure. I mean, think about what marketing does for your business. Think about its role in the success of a business. Yeah, you bring up a good point. What is marketing's role? That's where the problem starts since a lot of people don't really understand marketing's contributions to the bigger picture. Marketing, I think, is often undervalued and viewed as kind of like a nice to have rather than as an essential part of a successful business. In fact, in my experience, marketing departments are commonly the first place businesses cut when they need to restructure or save money. And I know that because I've been laid off as a marketing person quite a few times. So then without marketing, who's bringing in the leads? Who's generating leads and sales to keep revenue coming in? It's obvious that marketing's role really isn't understood. Mm -hmm. There was a time when marketing was thought of as generating brand awareness and customer acquisition. But nowadays, marketing encompasses so much more. Modern marketing drives growth. It's not just about visibility and awareness. Marketers have ROI on their radar, and they're more involved in product innovation. It's true marketing is more than just generating leads and sales, although, of course, that is a big part of what it accomplishes in a nutshell. I agree that marketing these days is much, much broader. It really does encompass much more than it used to. So I tend to think of marketing in as like broken down into four areas, create, capture, convince, and convert. So how nice that they're all just C's, right? I really like that. <laughs> so let's talk about that for just a minute. Create is when marketers help to develop an offer that people want, not what the business thinks people want. And really, this is all about strategy. In addition to which, you know, you can also like create the actual product, a lot of it is strategy. And marketers should understand the market, and that insight is valuable for creating the right products and services. Capture is when marketers get the attention of the target market. Because if your prospects don't know you exist, then you don't have a business. <laughs> really? <laughs> Next up is the convince phase. This is where marketers educate prospects on problems and solutions while building authority and influence for the business. This phase moves prospects to buy, which is the fourth phase, convert. Convert just means turning the prospect into a customer. Okay, so yes, marketing does include generating targeted relevant leads that turn into sales, but marketers should have a lot more involvement in product creation and return on investment, which makes them much needed in business and definitely not a nice to have. Having said all that, I still understand why business owners take on marketing. They may perceive marketing as something that it's not. I think a lot of people think marketing is just promoting. Plus, business owners are swamped and frugal, like I said before, so it's just easier for them to try to do it themselves. So if you're a business owner who has taken on a marketing role, we want to prepare you for that. Right. We know business owners are going to take on the responsibility of marketing. We see it happen all of the time. So the questions we're going to answer are, what are the non-negotiable marketing skills that you need to compete? And how can you fudge these skills if you don't have them? So number one on my list is copywriting. 
And I could blab about this all day long, by the way. I know. And, <laughs> and I have. <laughs> always filled with really good, valuable golden nuggets too. Oh, thank you. The most important marketing skill is being able to write in a way that attracts and converts people. Being skilled at all types of writing will serve you well in the digital space. But for the purpose of this discussion, I'm mostly focused on copywriting. Copywriting requires understanding how to use psychology and proven formulas to sell more. It takes expertise, talent, and practice to use your words to take people from browsing to buying. If your copy and your content doesn't resonate with your target market, you're not going to be able to sell online. And that is a big deal because you need to sell online in order to stay in business. Mm -hmm. My client work is strategy and writing. Content creation is a big part of what I do for clients. Actually, writing has been an enormous part of my marketing career since day one. I think I actually came out of the womb writing. <laughs> I had a pencil in my hand and I was writing. I'm probably talking too. <laughs> I even have a master's degree in writing. So this isn't really a skill that you can just pick up in a Udemy course and be great at it. It takes a lot of practice and copywriting takes even more practice than just writing. It's kind of like a different skill set. All right, so how are you going to do copywriting when you don't have a lot of experience in it? Well, copywriting is an art and it's a science. So there's tons of information available out there for you to go look up how to be a better copywriter. I like two books for a quick understanding of copywriting. And I think these two books can improve your copywriting really quickly. They'll change how you think about how you write and they'll change what you write. So these are not two books that most people suggest when they're talking about copywriting. You know, a lot of people will talk about Ogilvy's uh, works, but I like Copywriting Secrets by Jim Edwards and Mass Persuasion Method by Bushra Azar. And the reason why I like these two is because they, these books are created for people who are not copywriters and people who aren't even good writers or aren't used to writing. So they really are able to get down to the basics and they tell you what you need to write. So that's super helpful. And you can always, of course, search online for copywriting formulas. I really feel that uh, the formulas and templates from copyhackers.com are some of the most valuable out there. So I would start there. Awesome. Actually, I'm really looking forward to like getting my hands on some of those books because I can't bug you 24-7. <laughs> it's true. You're kind of like my go-to. Oh, thank you. What will Megan think about this? Um, <laughs> so when it comes to marketing, though, having good planning skills is particularly helpful. You want to have an overall marketing plan for your business, not just for launching products and services. Without one, your effort to grow your influence, authority, and revenue will prove futile. Your plan is your roadmap from getting from point A to point B. It's the most direct path, and it helps you stay on track. When you don't map out the journey, you end up taking lots of wrong turns and detours, which equates to misspent money, lost sales, frustration, and that causes lots of stress. It's a good idea to start with a really clear goal or metric. From there, you can choose strategies and tactics that will help you achieve that objective. When you take the time to plan, you can execute with confidence knowing why you're taking action and how it helps grow your business. 
having a clear plan makes implementing so much easier. Instead of guesswork, your plan gives you a focus. Not only do you know what you're going to do and why, but you can keep the shiny objects at bay. In order to get a good plan in place, it starts with thinking, period. You need to allow yourself time to think about what you want to accomplish, who you want to attract, and how you want to grow. When you know those things, then brainstorm the how you get there. I love that advice because I think we don't give ourselves enough time to think. That's just not something that's on our to-do list. No, it actually, most people want to go right into the brainstorm. But if you don't create the space to just think about what it is that you want, the brainstorm is irrelevant almost. Yeah. Right? It just helps to focus your brainstorm a little bit too. Yeah, exactly. Um, scheduling time in your week to actually think is helpful as well, but also scheduling time in your week to actually work on your marketing is super helpful, right? So have specific times set aside to both work on and implement your marketing plan. This allows you to keep your marketing hat on, which then contributes to getting into that flow state. And once you've scheduled that time to implement your marketing plan, you have to focus. Only work on tasks that center around your marketing efforts. Those are three really good points to help with planning. So I love that. Another marketing skill that I think you need is to be able to design visuals like graphics and videos. I mean, look at, it's just a fact of life. Visuals are part of everything digital marketers create. Everywhere you look, there are visuals, okay? There's the website, a blog post, social media posts, ad campaigns, ebooks, sales pages, online courses, and so much more. Everything has visuals. And visuals are super important. They attract more people to your online content. They're also more effective at quickly communicating messages and concepts. So nowadays, you can't really market online without being able to create visuals. That's 100% true. And you're lucky because you are really great at designing visuals. <laughs> Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. It comes naturally to you. So you're blessed that way, but lots of people have trouble with creating visuals. So luckily, we have tools today that make graphic design and video creation way easier. And so you just want to choose a tool that has awesome templates, and then you can use those templates. I mean, you don't even really need to do much. Templates are pretty good, and you can just add in what you need to add in to make them yours, to customize the visuals. So which tool you're going to use depends on your level of expertise, how you process information, and your budget. But I wanted to give you a couple of tools suggestions because I think these are easy to learn and these particular tools have great templates and offer lots of visual formats, you know, not just static visuals, but also video or like moving visuals like an animated GIF. So for visual design tools, I really like Snappa, Design Bold, and Easel. And Canva, of course, a lot of people know about Canva already, but it's gotten so robust, you can do so much more in it. And then I do like Crello and wave.video for the more like moving visuals, um, video included. And I have never used Biteable for video, but I've heard that it's really great too. So I would check out some of those tools. Some of them are free to use and I would get started there. Those are great places to get started. There are just so many options. And visuals are critical for marketing. It's gotten much harder to compete online 
and visuals are one way to get more attention to your content. Talking about creating visuals makes me think about the importance of technical skills. Marketers really need some tech skills these days. And again, we're lucky because we have access to apps and tools that make the tech stuff so much easier. Even with help from tools though, the truth is, is that you need some tech jobs because marketing is getting more technical by the day. If you can't do the technical aspects of marketing, you'll miss out on sales opportunities and automation that are a benefit of the online marketplace. You'll also fall behind the curve with consumers who are used to more modern technology. Eventually, being outdated will hurt your bottom line. So what do you do to manage the technical aspects of marketing? Like with visual design, it's all about the apps and tools that make tech much easier. Look, I get it. If you're not interested in tech and it doesn't come naturally to you, it can be painful. But your choices are to either hire someone else or it's on you. And when it's on you, the key is to invest in apps that offer templates or as close to done for you solutions as you can get. There are so many options out there to fake your way through the tech. If you're not sure where to start, don't panic. We've got you covered with some tools to consider. So if you need help with website design, you can try applications like Squarespace, Wix, or ISP templates. These options give you drag and drop features to make it super easy to actually throw a website together. If you're looking to create landing pages or sales funnels, you can try lead pages or click funnels. There are awesome templates that are included within these tools that, again, just make it simply drag and drop. Using tools like ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, or MailerLite make email automation super simple. And then if you wanted to create Chatbox, you've got ManyChat and MobileMonkey. Those are really great options. Again, super simple to use. Those are good uh, options for everybody. You know, tech is just a part of where we're going with the world. I mean, everything is more technical. So if you're not going to hire someone to help with your marketing, then you're going to need to roll up your sleeves and get into some tech work. I mean, it's inevitable. Isn't it funny how marketing is getting more reliant upon tech, but that we still really need old school tactics like copywriting as well? Yeah. Earlier, we mentioned how marketing has gotten so broad these days, and that means you just need more well-rounded skills. There's a lot of creativity and technical savvy required nowadays. So I don't know, Teresa, if you've ever heard this quote, but it goes something like this. We have two ears and one mouth so that we listen twice as much as we speak. And what this means is that it's important to be a good listener and great marketers are great listeners. They understand it's not about them. It's about their customer. Mm -hmm. It's natural to want to share, but your job when your marketing hat is on is to listen. Being a good listener sharpens your marketing messages and improves your offers because you've zeroed in on what matters to your customers. Listening takes the guesswork out of marketing. When you get really good at asking the right questions and listening to the answers, your customers will tell you what they want so that you can go create it and you can actually sell it using their own words. I consider being a good researcher in this category too because research is actually a part of listening. So how can you be a good listener? I have three rules that I try to follow. And when I don't follow these rules, I always regret it. 
number one sounds kind of harsh, but shut your mouth and let people talk. I love that so much. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, repeat what people say to you back to them to find out if you heard them correctly and to help you remember what you learned. I mean, this one is kind of something I learned from getting my hair cut. (laughs) So what I did was when I wasn't getting the right style, when I went to go get my hair, you know, done, when I had a stylist do my hair and I kept not having my hair turn out the way I wanted it to, I started having them repeat back to me what I said to them so that I could see if we were on the same page. And that really helped so much because if they didn't really understand what I was saying, but they thought they did, they couldn't help but give me the wrong haircut and the hairstyle. That's that's a brilliant story. It really demonstrates that it's important to use these skills in real life also. Yeah, exactly. And that's true. Actually, being a good listener is a good skill to have across the board. Um, So anyway... My third tip is to ask the right questions. You would be so surprised about how asking the right questions gives you information that you can use to improve your business. And these tips, actually, these are how I convert more people into clients when I'm talking to them on the phone. So, Teresa, I think one of your greatest skills is listening. I imagine listening is imperative in your coaching business. Do you think listening helps with your marketing messages and your sales calls? Oh, thanks, Megan. That makes me feel good. I like to think I am too. Um, Being a good listener absolutely helps. Listening is how I find out what my prospects really need. If I'm doing all the talking, I can't possibly discover that. Listening is a key skill to develop for marketing and sales. It takes some practice, but over time you'll get better. You'll discover that it's easier to convert your leads too. So practice with your loved ones and your friends (laughs) and then bring that into your marketing. Just wanted to throw that out there too. Good advice. You know, I hate to see business owners DIYing marketing so often or anything so often, but much of the time it's a necessity to a large degree. However, doing everything yourself can actually hurt your business. When you're not an expert in any of the areas we discussed today, you can sacrifice sales. You can also sacrifice your time. So the attitude of I can do it all will hold you back in the long run. I'm feeling like there's a mindset shift needed or a perspective check necessary. Am I right, Teresa? What's your advice here? Well, I don't know if the attitude is I can do it all, but instead I think it's more of I have to do it all. If you're feeling that way, I'd like to say knock it off. There, it's my turn to be harsh. (laughs) There isn't a single person on this planet who can do or know everything. And no one expects you to. There's absolutely nothing wrong with asking for help. And I invite you now to stop being frivolous with your time and energy and instead invest in yourself and in your business by starting with a small outsource. Spending money to make money is a necessary part of doing business. It makes sense to invest in your own marketing because that's something you can actually make back through sales. Okay, that's all I've got for today. But I'd like you to think about what marketing skills you'd like to outsource. Then let us know. You always have such great advice to get us business owners out of our own heads. So thank you, Teresa. 
Before we leave, we want you to know that the show notes and resources are on our website under today's episode at MessyDustPodcast.com. Please visit our website to leave a comment. While you're there, why not suggest a topic for us to discuss? And guess what? If we read your comment on our podcast, we'll send you a $20 Amazon gift card. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy, because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. Listening is a key skill to develop for marketing scales. It scales. (laughs) Good thing I got that. Another important skill to have. Stop laughing at me. (laughs) That's all I've got for today. (laughs) Computer issue. You're a goofball. <laughs>